welcome. This is Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. And over here, our guest of the evening is Matt Rome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Or Matthew. I didn't even ask You're you. You're welcome, Matthew. 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 Matt. Yeah. Math, Matt. You. <laughs> um, and we are here to discuss uh, a film that we all just watched called Raw, and it is written and directed by Julia Ducourneau. Um, well, and that'll be our main topic for the evening, but before we get into that, um, we'll do a little quick re- week, a week and review mm-hmm. or weekend review. Still jury's out on weekend, uh, week, week game, weekend, weekend, weekend review. If we, I feel like if we leave it, um, vague enough, then it'll just never have a name and it'll you just, know what'd be cool is if people don't really know what it is and they just call it what they think that they hear and then one day somebody tells them no it's actually called weekend review and then mm-hmm. they're like all this time i thought it was week in mm-hmm. it'd be very interpretive dance and then they would be like i must be dyslexic <laughs> and i'd be like yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> um well, actually, I guess, a, you know, we've never had a guest that is not Anton. <laughs> so maybe it'd be maybe it'd be good to 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 um, have the guest of honor, you know, go first, I, I suppose. Um, but a, a quick little intro to who Matt is. Matt is the director of photography on a couple of music videos that you may or may not. But I don't know why not have seen. You should yeah. have. Uh, you should have seen <laughs> by yeah. now. If you haven't, you are idiotic. That's <laughs> a fool. Both the videos for Foxtails Brigade um, that we most recently did, uh, We Are Not Ourselves and uh, Far Away and Long Ago, and also uh, the session video. So me and Matt are uh, longtime creative uh, collaborators, so it's Mm -hmm. good to have you here tonight. I figured you'd have a lot to say about Me and Matt are longtime creative collaborators, too, okay? I'm very sorry. I did not mean to exclude you, Laura. (laughs) It's fine. It's just that me and Matt have collaborated, okay? We've been through a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So whatever. So how have you been, Matt? How's it going? I've been good. I just, uh, things are good. I just got back from this little, uh, adventure down in Mexico and Cuba mm-hmm. and Cuba, Cuba, Cubana, Cuba, Cuba. <laughs> uh, I love Cuba. And you went with, uh, Julia, right? Yeah. My cool. girlfriend, Julia, uh, we were gone for about two weeks and spent like a week in Mexico and a week in Cuba. And it was really amazing. Uh, Mexico is guaranteed to, like make you sick at some point for some reason. I don't know what it is about going down there. Did you get dysentery or? Uh, not quite. Did that smell? <laughs> good. I mean, that smells it good. Have. It could have. Wait, did you have plantains when it? you were in Cuba? Did I have plantains? Yeah. Yeah. Was it, yeah. it? Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> they were juicy. Was it good? Plantains <laughs> were juicy. Wait, hold on. Okay. Now, we did kind of talk about this a little we bit did, over dinner before the movie. Matt Spoiler told me he, he, like, he, he broke us in on the old... Uh, Cuba trip. But what I want to know is, you said that it was difficult to find a good meal when you were in Cuba, right? That's sad. true. Yeah. It was sad, sad. as the you, president would say. But when you did find a good meal, was it like, did it rock your socks off? It did. Really? It rocked my socks off every single time. Really? Yeah. So how many times would that be? That was, my socks were rocked off <laughs> four times. Four times? Four times. How many days were you there? I was there for... Six days. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, Wait, so that's like, ha- that's, that seems that, pretty good. No, that doesn't seem No, good. it was not a very good ratio. Like three, sheep three to their rock, friends. Three rocked four, of socks. Or four, four rocked four of socks for six days. Socks for were rocked. Six day, yeah, but how many but you meals eat three are you supposed meals to eat? Yeah. Or, or you can anyways. To. No, I wasn't though. Not in Cuba. Not in Cuba. It was like coffee. That was coffee. my first meal of the day. Cuban coffee. Every day. 
Really? And the, the, the Cuban coffee is good. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, look, if you start your day off right with a good, good old glass of milk <laughs> slash coffee, I mean, uh, I mean, that seems like a winner in my book. That seems like a rocker socks off every day. Mm-hmm. I love that. They also have uh, pizza there, which is sort pizza. of. Yeah. Did, you, did I, you ever rock a pizza? I did a couple times. Was but it like socks a, one on. time it was uh, uh, dill pickle pizza. Oh, I love that. As a I topping. love dill pickled dill. Pringles myself. It was, it was wonderful. Oh. <laughs> I don't like dill. I don't, I'm not I into love dill. A good dill. She likes the dill, but I'm not into the dill personally. It. But I mean, what I need to know is if the pizza was a sock keeper on or, or a socked off. It was like a half a sock off. Okay. Yeah. So was just it one like a sock. sock on your balls type of feel? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? hold on. Just, Let me just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> was no. it like you would rock that sock type of feel? Or? It's like no. a, not like a red hot chili pepper sock. Not that kind of a rocked sock. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that rocking. Those, no, the truth is a dill flavor. No, a dill pizza slice does not sound that good to me. I mm-hmm. thought I was ordering pepperoni to tell you the truth. <laughs> so like a Cuban That's pepperoni a, well, it was, was yeah, I, pickle. I, th- I think the name the for pickle, pickle is similar to it's Pepito. That's oh, that's what pito. it was. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty close to pepperoni. Let's yeah. just let's roll the dice and see what happens. <laughs> or I would think like petite. It came out as like pickles and it was like, oh, this <laughs> shape is like, similar. And they, it's not Were they like red, it's green, but they were like, I mean, they were just like little quarters, you know, oh, quarter like little slice. Yeah, they pickles. looked like, oh. I mean, they essentially looked like pepperonis that like were green. Like little quarter sized nipples. Yeah. <laughs> were little they like, like spicy at least? Like a little spicy maybe? Or <laughs> No, no. Just, it just was sour. They were, I mean, they were kind of sweet actually. Sweet pickle. Okay. Okay. I hear yeah. that. I'm very much, I'm visualizing what you had <laughs> and I don't sense. like and it. They, when they give it to you to go, they fold it up and the, the napkins oh, that they give you are just, it's just paper. It's, it's like eight and a half by 11 paper. Yeah. Well, they fold it for you. If oh. you're not going to eat it right there, and so you eat it like a oh, like a, like a taco essentially. That's I see. Such like you're getting it to go. A yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I hate a no, taco shaped pizza though. slice. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. really do. I hate so it when people like fold the pizza slice and then they eat it like a freaking taco. It's like what the hell? <laughs> That's just efficiency. And I don't like efficiency in food. I <laughs> Are like you into calzone? Do you not like a calzone? I do like a good calzone. What about yeah. a sandwich? Do you prefer it open faced? Hell no. No, okay. a sandwich like is not cl- supposed to be open faced. A sandwich mm. is supposed to be closed. A pizza is open. I, you know, that's just that's just society telling you that that's you. That's my society. <laughs> I've started that society. In fact, I am the official <laughs> president of the unofficial steak lovers society of California, among other things. <laughs> and I say, <laughs> no closed face pizzas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, are you? Where do you land <laughs> on the uh, on the pineapple on the pizza thing? <laughs> Halfway there and halfway out. You know Honestly, I, mean? I, I am a, I'm, I'm kind of down. Uh, uh, I'm indifferent to it. As in, I like it when other people order it, but I often don't get it. Right. You know what I mean? It's such mm-hmm. a 90s thing to really think about. You know what I mean? A, a pineapple it? on a pizza. I don't know. It just really reminds me of like a Bill and Ted's sort of bogus journey. <laughs> That's weird that you say that because I <laughs> do associate I mean? with like childhood. Like it, I ate it more when I was a kid. It was right. more of like a fun, sweet thing that I liked when I was a little boy. But <laughs> a little boy. L- but lately, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I I like it spicy and meaty. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> something about savory pizza. Like yeah, yeah. The pineapple on a pizza. It seemed like such an exotic, far out thing, like in the '90s. You know what I mean? And now it's just very sort of. We were so progressive. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But Everything now it's changed. yeah. It's all. Vegetable. Vegetables, yeah. so yeah, weak. it's sort of a vegetable. <laughs> it's like, do you want kale on your? It's pizza? like, do you want a squash blossom? <laughs> We've over. But actually, yes, I do because it's really fucking good. Squash blossom, yeah. 
I've really gotten into hearty greens over the last couple of years. As have I. I do like yeah. kale. No, wait, actually. hold on, though. Have pizza. you had a squash blossom on a pizza? No joke. I have not, no. It's really good. Wait, what's a squash blossom? <laughs> it sounds it's like not a the same weird as squash. sexual thing. I know. No, it's <laughs> have you had a squash blossom on a pizza? Well, it's supposed to sound <laughs> Wink. <sexual. laughs> oh, yeah, the whole phrase, actually. <laughs> yeah. a like, squa- have, you ever, have you ever squash blossomed on a pizza? And the reality of that would be like somebody taking their balls and just resting them lightly on the pizza <laughs> until they sort of bubble up lightly and well, form think, a crispy outer skin. Maybe like Ooh. squashing your balls into. on the pizza. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you kind of like... Or, you know, like you taco the pizza around a balls. Mm-hmm. And then squashing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or just tap your balls across the pizza, yeah. and then wait for the tracker to come along and <laughs> tap them. They, the tra- tracker inspects the yeah. the, the tracks, <laughs> the ball tracks. <laughs> you just see if he's yeah, like, it's like ah, like, like hi, I'm here to apply for the tracker position. <laughs> what does that entail? Fresh. <laughs> He's been here soon, recently. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> to the west. <laughs> so it sounds like your trip was great. <laughs> it was a good trip. <laughs> sounds amazing, really. Yeah, no, I, um, I wish you could have been there for all these moments. I know. <laughs> Seriously, wait. So Cuba, yeah, Mexico, Mexico, and Cuba. Anywhere else? Anywhere else? Tulum. That's in Mexico. Tulum. Though. Okay. Yeah, mm. it's like a beach. Tulum La Trac. Yeah. I've heard of him. No, I'm to, kidding. <laughs> Toulon Latrec? Totally joking. It's an r- artist reference. Anyway. Oh, okay. Hi, artist. Hi, artist. I'm sorry. I don't sorry, get it. Nike. I just don't get it. You know, I, s- <laughs> I look at it and I just don't get it. Yeah, well. It's too highbrow for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in both. What about you, Laura? What have you been up to? What's the deal? What have I been up to? Um, once again, my exciting life led me to some more YouTube videos. Um <laughs> Video watching, that is, not oh. creations. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> I was, let's see, what was I looking for? I don't remember what it was that I was looking for, but somehow ended up on a uh, rabbit hole down the Carl Langford short film um, Lampoon. Oh, <laughs> Is that were, a word that I could use in that? Were sentence? you telling me about these? They're like a bunch of short films that are like yeah. strange and dark or something? Sorry, Carl Lagerfeld. That's his name. He is a designer for Chanel and um, uh, oh, does he wear like other people? He's got like the or other brands. Wears like elaborate outfits, and he's he wears kind of crazy outfits. He's like a white haired, sunglass wearing uh-huh. old dude. Oh yeah, he's but got he's good like style. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> his movies are really kind of cool. Actually, I didn't know he was a filmmaker. So, oh no, here's what it was. I was looking for. Um, I was watching a bunch of trailers, um, and. One thing led to another, and I started like getting on a Kira Knightley kick, who I really like, and mm. have watched a lot of her period piece dramas, and they're all very good. Most of them are good. And then I came across a short film that she was in, and it was a Chanel commercial, a commercial for Chanel, but it was actually more of a short film. It lasted about like mm, three point five minutes, so yeah, like a little mini movie, and it was really beautifully shot. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then that led me to all these other. That was directed by Carl Lagerfeld. Mm-hmm. And so there was another one that she was in and it was another like Chanel oriented video and it was in black and white and it was actually about Coco Chanel and uh, it was really cool. It was a really fun little vignette and that was like 12 minutes and then I started finding more and more of his movies and they were like getting longer and longer. I never found one that was longer than like maybe 20 minutes but mm. but they were all kind of kind of good yeah <laughs> i wouldn't say they were great but i i was like engaged and intrigued and um they were interesting and there was this one called 
the tale of a fairy or something like that that was like they're all very i would describe it as haute cinema <laughs> like oh, like ho, like ho, no haute like haute couture you know like high fashion but high cinema oh, it's okay. like very like high fashion oriented cinema that is really about the style and about sort of the fashion that's being projected mm. in the mise-en-scene and like the costumes and stuff but like there is a little bit of an interesting story or kind of there's a whole vibe that's captured because of all these very fashion-minded um, choices and decisions that are being made, like in the films. Yeah, and I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed them, <laughs> and I have. I'm sure there's like a lot more that I could watch. I, I only watched maybe like six of them or something. Mm-hmm. But what was your favorite? Um, <clears throat> probably the Tale of the Fairy one or the Coco Chanel one with um, with Kira Knightley. Uh, oh, okay, so that's how you Coco got Chanel. She plays Coco Chanel, yeah, mm-hmm. in her shop, like in late 1800s or whenever it is, early 1900s, France. And uh, it's with this other woman who's uh, probably a model in real life. Bonjour. And they're like, they have a hat shop. And then these like super high fashion-y looking like very cold, but very beautiful, strong looking female figures who are wearing amazing like neo-Victorian outfits mm-hmm. come into the store. And then like this one woman, well, I could spoil it for you, but. Do you care? Yeah, spoil it. Spoil. Okay, like buys the entire shop and that's Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. But, (laughs) yeah, I know. I know you were like really just like brimming with anticipation. Anyway, yeah, they were cool. And there was this other one about this woman who was kind of like this burnt out sort of socialite kind of high fashion-y model looking woman who looks like she's probably a model in real life who's in a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know her name, but... uh, but yeah, she's like bored with life and I don't know, she like goes on some gambling spree and she lives in a mansion and I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, so anyway, what have you been up to? Um, well, a movie that I was going to talk about briefly last time, but there just kind of wasn't time, is uh, I watched this movie called um, Stranger by the Lake. Have you, have you guys ever heard of it? No. How old is this film? Um, I think it came out in 20... 20- 13 ish or so um but it's like this uh sort of horror movie uh, honestly i basically knew almost nothing about it which is kind of generally how i like go into movies lately mm-hmm. um and uh i was actually in virginia and me and Wes were just like trying to think of something to watch and um i was like oh well i know that there's like supposed to be this this uh, horror movie and uh i knew it was like gay themed that's all i knew and then we throw this on mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> It was uh, it was good actually by the way, but so you went down to Blockbuster and you just no no it was it it's on. on Netflix I think it's on oh, Netflix actually <laughs> Blockbuster yeah yeah I we found the one bo- Blockbuster left uh, it's in, in the Virginia. country yeah it's still it's they're Virginia. still kicking in Virginia somehow you know <laughs> um, wait so when did the movie come out again I think it's like 2013 okay. or 2014 was it the uh, Colonial Williamsburg Blockbuster. <laughs> uh you know i believe so i believe it was it was a brick building a red brick building uh and they say hello welcome welcome to blockbuster hell yeah <laughs> welcome to the blockbuster <laughs> we have this court is adjourned <laughs> we have a very large history section <laughs> see my large calves yeah. are you turned on <laughs> this is it's our like large a- edited <laughs> history section you know that blockbuster totally edited all their movies Really? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, no. I, I think that Wait, was just what? a couple yeah, films. Yeah, Blockbuster edited their movies. No, I think they like kind of got... No, they totally did. 
I know for like a couple movies, and then I think people were like blockbuster no. edits or movies. Not just a couple. No, and then they stopped. I think. No. It was like a brief controversy. Wait, they were no, it wasn't brief. editing other people's films? Yes, they yeah. were, including they were like Pulp Fiction. For content? Yeah. Yes, because it was like a Christian-run oh. business corporation. I had no idea. Yeah, and it was highly controversial. But I think once the controversy kind of came like out... Like the boxes that belong to the owner of the store. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, don't know. <laughs> I think they quickly resolved it. Anyways. Wait, uh, why do you think that? Because I think I remember that. I think... Uh, sure about that. Well, they definitely resolved it because I know enough people. There was enough backlash to it mm. that they eventually started not uh, censoring their their um, their films anymore. Just really films quick, though, care. do you remember what to what the few movies that you're saying they were that were? No, I, I don't remember like what kind of pushed it over the edge, but there was okay. some. I feel like there was some big story about it. Pulp and Fiction, then, I think, was one of them. At y- least one of them. I I really? thought it was that they edited all the movies. Oh, or they may whatever have. movies what they, they felt they needed to they edit. They just recorded black over the whole movie. For Pulp Fiction. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like one scene. Like one half yeah. of a sentence is the entire film. Hello. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? That brings me back to Strange by the Lake because you know what that what uh, what scene would be taken out of Strange by the Lake? What? Just a straight up cum shot. Like <laughs> there this movie was far more graphic than I would have ever anticipated. Like there was just cum shooting scenes Did and you like, love it? I mean, you know, it was it was fine. I mean, look, all the men were very attractive. Was but it fine? I mean, it was fine. I mean, <laughs> the movie itself, the, the the film was like cool. Um, it's like about this uh, these. It's a gay cruising spot that these guys are going to, and there's this dude who is like cruising spot, cruising like where you would go to hook up, basically. Oh, is that what they call them these <laughs> that's days? What they call them these cruisers. Days. That's what they was <laughs> cruising, cruising by the lake. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what that okay. means. What? Cruising by the lake. It's no, like, no, no, no. Uh, the, oh. the film is called Stranger by the Lake because oh, yeah. there's, a, oh. there's a murderer. There's a murderer on the loose here. Sorry, I'm Let's just get a, to the I'm meat really of the matter. Cruiser by the lake. <laughs> Cruiser by the lake. I thought it was a cruise in. Honestly, maybe a better name. Yeah. For Come this shot movie. by the lake. Come shot by the lake. That is an accurate title. But um, <laughs> yeah, so this stranger's like going around and he's uh, he's like drowning people in the lake. Uh, it's like it's like after he jizzes in their eyes. Yeah, he's like a very attractive man and he like lures them. It's kind of Jeffrey Dahmer-esque, I guess. Ooh, I love um, that. It was cool. It was a cool Jeffrey movie. Dahmer. But yeah, just get ready for uh, for coming in your face. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> well, I don't highly recommend it. Tell I recommend me, it. How does one get ready to have a cum shot in their face? <laughs> Is there like a process yeah, that one Close your through? eyes and yeah. just uh, hope just for the of, best. <laughs> 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 close your eyes. I'm ready for my shot. <laughs> All right, let's get them. <laughs> Shoot me. All right. Yeah, so sorry for spoiling the movie. I, I probably should have put a spoiler alert. Um, but there you have it. Strange by the Lake. Though, there's more to it, you know. I guess I'm leaving out some crucial plot elements other than... Uh, Fuck Bess McGee. So you're telling me there's more to life than just cum shots and butt fuck? Barely. Damn it. I didn't think so. Sometimes podcasts and <laughs> that's about it. Pod blasts. <laughs> it's pod blasts. Anyway. Anyway. Anything um, else? No. No, for me. <laughs> cool. Should we jump into our... I think we should take a dive Ooh, into mean, this uh, film that we've this. all seen. I know. I am excited about this as well. Uh, you know, so we all just watched Raw, um, the film Raw. by Julia Ducourneau. Uh, she actually wrote and directed it. Um, she's a French director. Um, this is her debut feature film, and it uh, premiered at Cannes, Cannes Film Festival. Cannes. Um, and it's about uh, this girl. Her name's Justine, and she's a strict vegetarian, <laughs> and uh, she enters into veterinary school. 
and kind of like in a desperate attempt to fit in, she um, she eats meat for the first time. It, and uh, basically, shit goes down. She starts to have some um, internal and external reactions to this. Um, and she goes through a major shift, I would say. And uh, beyond that would be a uh, spoiler territory. But um, yeah, um, what did you guys think of this movie in a non-spoilery kind of um, surface level initial reaction kind of gut feelings way? Uh, I give it a seven. I think it, I give it a seven. It Six was fun. maybe. Yeah, it was, it was a really it. fun it was film. Kind of, it was a little hard for me to watch. It was... I mean, it was I don't always ca- like campy and gory, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was it camp. I guess it was campy. yeah, it was yeah, campy. Sure. And, like, and it was for French to for the French to be campy. Like, I was like, Wait, I don't really well, consider the French to be campy, and they did a pretty good job. Right, right, not campy, but can definitely be gritty. And I think this was more grit than camp to me. Right, like Are it was y- very graphic, and you know, really. Extremely graphic. Yes. And and gritty. Like it really shows these kind of like intense details of of what's happening, mm-hmm. I think. At certain points that are really meant to, you know, garner a reaction, like an internally toying with one's <laughs> like limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a uh, limit it's a limit pusher yeah. for sure. Um But they also but winked at you every once in a while. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, ask you it about. Was like, it was right. funny. So by by campy, do you kind of mean like tongue in cheek? Yeah. Or okay. okay, wait. When okay, besides the or like end, comedy. When did you think that they winked? Besides the end. Yeah. I would say uh, some of the interactions with the sister Absolutely. were like that. Yeah, the two sisters' interactions after a kind of like crucial fucked up moment in the middle of the film. I would say their interactions like were sort of this. Uh, well, it was like they were the only two people that could really understand each other. Right. It's like mm-hmm. they were the only ones in the whole school that were in on each other's secrets. So they knew that the younger one, of course, knew that she couldn't be without that or, you know, get rid of that or mm-hmm. kill that off, you know, even mm-hmm. though she probably wanted to at certain points. Right. Um, so they were bound to each other in that way. But yeah, I thought it was, yeah, it was fine. I, I Yeah. I think I liked it a little bit more than you did. Yeah. Um, I was pretty into it, actually. Um, I, I I don't feel like I have a ton of complaints other than maybe just like the tone was. Um, I, I thought it was going to, in the beginning, I thought it was going to be more horror. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be much scarier. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this movie was scary. I just yeah. thought it was, uh, at times, certainly gruesome and very difficult to watch. Yeah. Um, See, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> we had a couple of grumblers. We had people walking I was out grumbling. of the theater. People were walking out. Did well, you notice that? That people were walking no, out of the theater? They were like, oh, I just can't watch this anymore. Well, it's there like, was this couple sitting next to us. There's a point at which, like, is this fun to watch? Or is it just like, I don't, I used to love this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Well, I used to like it a lot, but I, it's, you know, it's borderline torture. Por- okay, it's not torture porn, but it's in line with the shock value kind of like, you know, shock treatment type of gore mm. genre. Like, it reminded me of um, Audition. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I have. It kind of reminded me. Remind me a little bit of that. It's like a what, it was like a Chinese film. It's a Japanese oh, film. Oh, okay. um, Where uh, <laughs> Japanese film? Yeah, where she like does crazy shit. Yeah, it's like a fucked up. Uh, it's just like test the t- limits of what you can handle right. in terms of like visual graphicness. If you haven't seen it, it's like to to not spoil it would it's like almost impossible to talk about okay. without spoiling. Well, we could, but it's gruesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that. and I just like 
it's interesting, but at the same time, I just don't really enjoy that anymore for some reason. Like, like I said in the last podcast, you didn't feel like this was like a smarter take on that, though. It was a, no, it like was, it's much more intellectual, and there was so much more story than all those. I didn't films. think it was that intellectual, honestly. Really, I thought it was mildly intellectual, but I think that it was not as intellectual as maybe it thought it was or wanted to be. I thought there was way more story than I expected after a certain point. Yeah, like, there's what, story. When shit that started make it to go down. Intelligent. No, I know, I know. But uh, but I guess once shit started to go down, I was worried for a second that it was going to just kind of like only be that. Like mm-hmm. it was only just going to get fucked up for the rest of the time. Like just gross, <clears throat> crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And that it was going to actually go even more extreme than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I actually thought that they it always kept the story moving. And it, it to me, it always continued something in in the plot. You know, like there was... I feel like major plot events after this sort of like midway point where I was worried it was just going to be like fucked up for the rest of the time. So, yeah, I, I mean, cause you know, there, there, I think it does kind of get wrapped up in the end. Like there actually is a, a real conclusion that does make sense with everything that had preceded it. And it seemed to be building towards that. Right. And there was a certain level of ambiguity up to the ending yeah. where you were a little unsure about what exactly yeah. is happening. And, and the, the ending pr- did clarify that pretty well. Yeah. But I, I, like I really that. love, like, more than the more than all the, the gore and everything, I love being in a theater full of people who are grossed out and <laughs> yeah. reacting. Oh, my God. It's it was the best. fun. Because there was, like, there's certain fun. points where people, like, the whole theater was chatting. Yeah. Everybody right. was like, oh. Yeah. That I was nothing compared to what it was like when we went and saw um, Get Out. Get Out. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Were people Get Out was out? very lively oh, as well. Oh, man. It was like too much. It was ruining <laughs> it for me, honestly. Right. That, that kind of killed the vibe. But yeah, there was this couple <laughs> next to me and Matt who... Oh, really? Yeah, this woman like got up at a pivotal moment that we'll talk about later. Uh, and she and I heard her say like, I can't watch this. And she just yeah. like left the theater yeah. and her dude was like sitting there uh, and he was like, uh, what? And he like waited no. until that, that scene <laughs> and he waited until that scene was over and he like left the theater. And I mean, I couldn't help but be distracted by this. And he was like looking for her. He was like, oh, did she like straight up just leave right like, now? Oh, wait a minute. What? And then she came back and they lasted for like one or two more scenes and then they just left. They, really? they like didn't even come back. I wonder if it was the hairball scene. Oh, should we well, get no, this? We Are we in spoiler? Yeah. Or? Uh, well, I guess. Uh, did you guys have any more like kind of first impressions before we get into spoilers? Uh, no. Oh, I yeah, will I say don't. one last thing, which is that I myself couldn't watch. Like I had my hands over my eyes a little bit. I was wincing. I mean, me and it, I saw Anton. Anton was like also just like me. We were both like, <laughs> ah, I don't know. I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that. Like I, I am like, okay with knowing about it without seeing it. I was like jumping on popcorn when like some pretty <laughs> gnarly things were happening. I'm like, oh, this is. <laughs> it's funny. I used to like. I am into a certain type of gore and a certain type of campiness and a certain type of blood and guts <laughs> right a certain amount of it or not even no it's not an amount it's a type of like late 80s early 90s did it for me the best like in tales from the crypt the school hazing was really weird the what the, the hazing, hazing? Oh, it yeah. was i was like what is this it's this like, is like french that... fraternities this is how they do it no there? that's what like, i was wondering too. i was like is this really what it's they like got, these guys seem like terrorists like they're <laughs> they like do. they got ski masks <laughs> on and these weird me, lab like, coats with shit all over them yeah but like not like Nazis. seven monkeys or something yeah. like that but college <laughs> seven yeah. monkeys of college years yeah like wait <laughs> do intense. they really like take all these freshmen's mattresses and just throw them out yeah, the window like multiple times. Yeah. It seems like that just seems yeah, like she came hellish. home from school and she had to dig her mattress out of a pile and carry yeah, it up. She was wearing heels. 
That yeah, seems she's unpleasant. Just try, she's just trying to be a, a no, veterinarian. No, and veterinarian veterinarian school of all things. Yeah, like, like, like they're the oh, wildest, craziest group like of college students <laughs> yeah, in the like, world. I know exactly. <laughs> it's like, like I do don't go to vet that. school, or you are in for a party. Yeah, yeah, like I a do. great, like one that's not even fun. It's just like a. <laughs> Like an abusive party. No, no, it, was it was almost like Salo. Well, have you ever seen Salo, by the way? No. Oh, no. no. That's a movie you might want to check out. It if is, you like abusive parties. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, you know what I just thought of? That is a hardcore movie. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. So are we done with uh, first impressions here on uh, on Raw? Yeah, yeah. totally. I think okay. we can get into So I think we're going to get into some spoilers. So if you have yeah. not seen Raw and you uh, care about spoilers, now would be the time to uh, tune the fuck out. Um, what did you guys think about this... Uh, this crazy fucking cannibal <laughs> movie. <laughs> I thought it, a, it did have an engaging tone for sure. Yeah. And it was, I liked, yeah, I liked the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. And the aesthetic was good. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like well made for the most part. But, you know, not my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Matt? I really loved it. It was really great. It yeah. was a little loose at times. Like there were times where. I was like, oh, isn't this about this girl? Like, <laughs> so she starts like eating meat, but not, you know, like people meat. Right. right. And, and there are times where the movie just doesn't touch on that for like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, like when she's eating that shawarma or whatever? Or, is that what you're talking about? I was. Oh, it oh was, you just mean in general the movie yeah, like, wasn't focused always on like the fact that she's slowly becoming a meat eater and then right, slowly. Exactly. Well, well, it was just like she's going through this big change yeah. and like all this other life stuff starts happening. Yeah. Well, because to me, it seemed like it was all sort of subliminally tied into that. Perhaps you're right. Like yeah. it seemed like all the things that happened were really related to and really fo- like centered around the fact that she is not only now a meat eater, but realizing that she's a cannibal and that not only is she a cannibal, but her sister is too. And mm-hmm. her sister is in on it mm-hmm. on the fact that they both are. I love that And her that sister dynamic. has that knowledge over her for a time. Right. And so I think... And they were kind of playing like games with each other, which I thought was like really fucking weird. They and were playing games with I each other? I kind of felt like sister the sister was yeah, Well, yes. Yeah, specifically, the sister yeah. is playing games with her, I felt like, by kind of teasing her, like egging her on about the fact like, what did I taste like? Or, you know, or... What or did what she, taste like? When, oh, what did I taste like? Oh, when yeah. she eats her finger. Yeah, when she eats her sister's finger... The sister asks, like in a couple scenes there when they're playing video games or whatever, right. she's like, "So what did I taste like?" And then she said, "She yeah. said, I forget what she said actually, what she tasted like, but like, it seemed like she was kind of trying to, yeah, like hint that she was as curious as as she was about like human meat. I guess well, it was definitely an implication that she had some prior experience, potentially. But oh, you thought the that the sister had prior experience with cannibalism. Definitely, absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure. And that was really? made clear at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. Otherwise, I mean, oh, otherwise, oh, like when she was a small child. But no, but, but she's also been like one for her whole life. Yeah, and also like when when the when younger the sister first ate the finger, like most people would be like furious about that, and she, but was, she was just crying. I, mean, I know, but she was just kind of like uh, that's true. But I think she that like she understood cried that was because actually, she knew that she had just uh, awoken that beast in her mm, sister that was was lying dormant before. Oh, and the sister, really that like, together until just now. <laughs> I think the sister knew that this was part of who they were, and that she could kind of awaken that beast at any time. Like, and when she like pushed her to eat the meat that first time during like the hazing or whatever, 
and she, you know, is told to eat the rabbit kidney or whatever. The sister did it with ease because she had been That's eating meat right. for so long, okay. probably, mm-hmm. without her sister knowing. Mm-hmm. And that making her sister do that was the beginning yeah, of, of the, the unleashing of the door of the of the the monster within. Yeah. I really liked that the film had this kind of like um uh, like going back and forth, it seemed like the whole her whole um, journey with cannibalism was a bit of a you know play on the traditional girl goes to college and like discovers her sexuality or something like that, or not even just girl, just right. anyone goes to college and or like a school away from home where she's maybe like kind of more coddled or whatever, and then like discovers sexuality or like is, and for is her, going f- crazy you right. know i think but the cannibalism is very much sexuality for her absolutely that's They're what that's what i mean well, it manifests that kind of in that way what at least once it's it manifests true, yeah. that way like yeah. it manifests sexually so yeah. why does she end up with a gay dude though what is the significance of that like why is it that this guy who is gay and clearly like embracing his homosexuality suddenly um lured into a heterosexual experience by her what is it about her that makes him? I don't know. I think they're just friends, and like, you don't you think know, there's any like deeper meaning to their connection? Than not what to him. He saw. I, it seemed like to him, he was very clearly telling her like, "I shouldn't have done that. That was like me in a weird moment." You Why know? did she want? Why is she attracted to him though? That's a good knowing thing. I mean, that he's, he's very gay. attractive. He a, yeah, I mean, he's a good-looking <laughs> really? guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Not. I did not find him well, hot. And they, and they, you, wait, you didn't find him hot? Hell no. Plus, okay. the way they shot him, they were like always like showing him with his shirt Absolutely. off and like focusing know, on like. But there like, were all kinds where, of guys with their shirts off. I, I mean, know, but, all but those they, like, parties she went to. Focused on him and did like they slowed sure, the frame yeah. rate down and like the shots were a little bit well, longer. That's because she was attracted to him. I don't think that they. No, but like the attraction. She was attracted to him. Yes, he, why him? That's what I want to know. Oh, why was she attracted to him? Yes, why him who is blatantly gay? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I mean, you can still be attracted to someone who is not interested in you. I know, but like why does she choose him? I just want to know what the significance of him being gay and her hooking up with him. I mean, I don't know. And her being a cannibal and like that happening. What is the significance of that? Like why hmm. doesn't she just go for... Some I mean, other maybe guy. it's like a, a taking like the forbidden fruit a little bit further. Like she's mm-hmm. not supposed to be eating people, but she's like, and it's she's a, eating it's a, a desire. It, it's a desire that she has anyways, and she and she goes for it. So actually, that's you a have really like good. Another, I like that interpretation. Another, you know, thing that she's not supposed to have. Okay. That, oh my god, this totally reminds me of something pretty interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this, but I will. I used to have these dreams that my boyfriend was gay. <laughs> okay and they would freak me out because i'd be like oh my god i can't compete with that mm-hmm. you know like i would literally see <laughs> my boyfriend engaging in these like gay but really like hot sexual acts <laughs> with like a really attractive post-victorian like boyish <laughs> skinny like you know <laughs> So your type is what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it would basically be this thing that so I like couldn't touch. So like your boyfriend would be engaging with somebody that you that that you are like that's I- that ideal a, for you. Yeah, but they were <laughs> ideal together. Right. Like for the two other. of them together mm-hmm. was like boom. Yes. <laughs> it was bang dynamite. It. Like, yeah, and I would see them and I would feel not only left out, but like there was no way that I could compete with that. Like with that dick. Well, yeah, basically, because not only was I being cheated on with somebody else, but um, 
but I was being cheated on by the opposite sex, which is just something that I intrinsically could never compete with. I couldn't be that, you know what it's I mean? And that, 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 way. that yeah. was like the ultimate form of rejection, you hmm. know, and the ultimate challenge. Like, oh, because, because I could never, uh, because like, you couldn't fulfill what, no, I could never fulfill okay, what that okay. was, ha- what was happening in that dream, like to my boyfriend, you know, it was like, they're having this sexual experience that's so intense and that it's like, a woman just couldn't do that. You know what I mean? And anyway, like couldn't do that for him. Like that's what I right. thought that he wanted in the dream. Anyway, I think that what was happening after I'd have these dreams is I'd wake up and I would feel like turned on. <laughs> and I would, and because it was like this sense of being rejected and, and knowing like that there was the chance that I could lose this person or the feeling mm-hmm. of not knowing, but the sense that like, you know, I might not have this person like in my grasp. And so that in and of itself was a little bit of a turn on, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So and then like, you bit his neck and, and so, sucked his so, blood out. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that was... He's um, dead now. <laughs> but it's but like, then when I realized that I was like, oh, wait a minute, because I never really felt like this sense of unsuredness or uh, like rejection in real life, you know what I mean? I felt very comfortable mm-hmm. in my relationship and very secure. And um, I think that those dreams were like just this way of making me have these weird you know, moments of like heightened attraction or something because of the idea of like, I could lose this person to the opposite sex or, you know, basically Mm -hmm. the ability to not, no, the inability to compete with something that was threatening to me was a turn on because it was like the chase, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I didn't have that. Yeah. So, and I wasn't having that in my real life and maybe, you know, I think everybody does kind of to some degree like like the chase or need that chase to feel that sense of gratification when you you finally get a hold of what it is you want and so you feel like this character in this movie has been chasing so maybe it was like okay tying it back to her but by the way once i realized that what those dreams were about once i made that connection in my brain i stopped having the dreams um (laughs) (laughs) and the boyfriend is not the boyfriend was not gay um anyway so bringing it back to the movie maybe for her it was like not only was she um, acquiring something that she couldn't have as a cannibal, you know But I mean? But also this figure that, like, what you're saying, like, she couldn't have sexually or, you know, she couldn't... It was, like, the ultimate taking of something that was forbidden. It could be. Sexually his, well, and, and carn- his, in a well, carnal flesh way. twice, right? Yes, flesh twice, yes. Flesh twice? What's like that? that? She gets his flesh twice. Ooh, right. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. She gets to fuck him well, and she gets to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, she double yeah, dipping. <laughs> double tripping. You only get that but one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't actually take it in such a such a way. I just kind of thought that like they were close friends in a sort of way because they're roommates and they hang out a lot and they like you know they like close. But that's they, also like, a forbidden relationship. To hook up with a friend is like. In a way, crossing yeah. a line. The rice flesh. But she has never had <laughs> sex, and maybe she just viewed that as like a oh, half step in a way. Quadruple flesh. I mean, quadruple, yeah, flesh. Because not only is she hooking <laughs> up with a gay guy, Quad. hooking up with her friend, eating him, <laughs> it's also her first time having sex. Oh. Or fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking. First time fucking. Yeah. So basically, first time fucker that's like, over here. <laughs> she's like a full on first time you know, quadruple <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, no, I think that's interesting. Yes, it's crossing a line on all those various levels, and and for her, it's like a full-on, carnally fulfilling, sensual experience. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I wanted to talk about some visual elements of this movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. There was a couple moments that I thought were really cool. Um, specifically, I really loved the weird dreams that she was having, or it seemed like they were dreams of uh, animals that were just like in like doing these strange things, but shot in a very like Kubrick s style, um, where like the horse was running on the oh, on yeah. the treadmill, treadmill on the, like yeah. a treadmill, yeah. and it's like these close up shots, like very um, I don't know uh, gritty. Yeah, and like uh, raw, I guess you could say, and um, it's almost like macro. Yeah, there, it was just like uh, intense. Some of the shots, yeah, and, and then there was like another one of the of the dog that was dead, like covered by a covered by a sheet, and then like the sheet just take it takes oh, itself yeah. off, and then yeah. the dog is just like there, dead on yeah. a. It seemed like in a morgue or something, or a, yeah, or like a lab. Oh, yeah, by like the lab. way, <laughs> wait, how did they happen to have a dead human in the morgue? During uh, yeah, the party that was scene? just sort of convenient. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, yeah. like, why is there a human there? That's not. Maybe they were partying with the medical kids from the other school. I don't know. Okay. That was a little unclear. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Didn't they say that they were next to a, a different That's school? The mom oh, did establish that when they were driving yeah. through. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go maybe on. Maybe they're studying the human body as well. <laughs> to, right, right. For comparison's just sake. Just for convenience well, sake. They put next to each other, you know? <laughs> just like, so they can shoot a scene where yeah, a girl like, tries to eat the dude's hand. Anyway. Yeah, that might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so. thought that scene was also pretty uh, cool. I thought that the way that that was all presented was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, uh, what do you guys think of those like weird dream mm-hmm. sequences? And also, I really liked that... I guess it was also a dream uh, that she was having with... Um, she's like under the sheets and like these people or whatever are like hitting her yeah, like yeah. through the sheets. You remember that scene? I think yes. that was like the pain of, of the, of the, her, yeah. Yeah. Like her she was going with through withdrawals. Like she really wanted right. to meet. Yeah. I loved, yeah. I loved those cool. scenes. That, yeah. th- those, I thought those are really cool ways to like kind of present this internal shit that's going on in her. Like she's just thinking about these animals that she saw in the day, you know, like that horse scene ha- uh, yeah. was clearly stirred up from that earlier scene where she seemed to be like slightly, disturbed but also intrigued by them like hanging up that horse or whatever like tranquilizing the horse and and putting the breathing tube in its mouth right like she was she was like intrigued but maybe a little maybe that's like how like like her yeah well i love those dreams where it's like her it seems to be like processing the shit of her day in like these weird uh dream sequences i loved those i thought those are really cool it's about animalism, animalist, animal mm-hmm. instincts. Yeah, instincts. Yeah, well, remember animal that instincts. conversation Carnal. she was having in the cafeteria yes. where she was talking about how like there isn't a lot of distinction between humans and animals, and yeah, right. The other students were looking at her like she was crazy, but then well, yeah. she also says like, why would anybody want to fuck a pig? And then the monkey? guy's like, oh, a lot of people would. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. But then she's like, well, I think it's the same thing if a monkey gets raped as if a woman gets raped or something like that. Right. And then the girl was like, what the fuck? So in a <laughs> way, she fuckers. herself doesn't even see the distinction. She's like confused about the distinctions right. too by making those two comments. Well, and then she has like a total flip because she's right. like, by the end, she's eating people like willingly. And fucking them. Yeah, and willy-nilly. Fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> All willy-nilly. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? She's just eating people willy-nilly. <laughs> I was going for willingly, but willy-nilly, yeah. <laughs> she, was will- she was just eating people willy-nilly. <laughs> eating the flesh, all willy-nilly style. <laughs> all willy-nilly She's eating style. her gay roomy willy-nilly. <laughs> She's eating her fucking sister willy-nilly. She doing it all. I eat this here flesh willy-nilly. Now, what do you think about that scene where they're both like chomping on each other? That her both the sisters like chomping on each other. They're kind of like deeply looking in their eyes. Well, do you guys have siblings that are close in age? Uh, yeah. So, have you ever been in that experience where you're like you've got your sibling and you're like causing them pain and they're causing you pain at the same time mm-hmm. and neither person is letting go and you're just like going crazy on each other? Mm-hmm. I totally I related to that. Yeah. Kind of, but. 
Yeah, I think that for them, it's next level. It, this yeah. is next level. <laughs> that was, yeah, it's like two but, chomping down. But not only was it they're uh, like pacifying pain, they actually, each other mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, they were yeah like satisfying each other all, what, and yeah. at the same time like it's like they're causing providing each other, each other a way to kind of yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I read that as. And I thought that was such a fucking creepy and strange kind of moment to like witness as an audience member like they are they start like they're pissed at each other mm-hmm. obviously they're pissed at each other and they're like angry and and you know becoming violent but really like the violence kind of sati- satiates their anger in a way and they like actually are kind of soothed by the fact and they that need each other yeah, yeah, yeah they need yeah. each other but yeah they probably both know what it's like to go through those withdrawals and mm-hmm. have those, those that desire and it's mm-hmm. the insatiable desire because it's like not allowed I just really love that shot where she's sitting at the refrigerator eating the fish. She like smells the oh, fish God, first yeah. and then just takes a huge bite. I just, that was cool. That's my favorite shot of the film. It's oh, really hell great. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really just really just simple and pretty. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, where she, yeah, I, I like where the glow did. of the fridge mm-hmm. too on her. Yeah. I mean, just like lit by this white light. and Yeah. Like, and there's like the fish is sort of, I mean, it's a filet of fish. So it's like. <laughs> It's sort of it like a looks, weird round yeah. object, you know, and it's like all the elements it's are really glistening. beautiful. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's weird, and she smells it. Yeah, it's very sensory. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that was yeah. the beginning of we, some strange shit. <laughs> we can talk about the hair puke scene now. Oh my god! Oh god! Yeah, that, that was, was one really so I had to cover my eyes. What was the hair? Like, I'm not really sure know. about what that was. Yeah, me oh, too. she was gnawing on her hair. Well, she had ah. been gnawing on her own you, hair. You but remember that previous scene? Yeah, she's like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, but it seemed like the amount of hair that was coming out of her shit was like way more than what would have I mean, she must have been gnawing quite a bit. It's like she would have been bald. There was a shit It was like an endless supply, like a it yarn ball. It was at ball least four, like four feet of hair <laughs> oh, with man, mucus more. mixed in. It seemed like like six or ten. That was extreme. six and ten feet. Yeah. That was extreme. It was like going on and on. Yeah, and really, so I mean, what did you think? I think obviously a common theme that started happening at around that time and basically for the rest of the film was all these just extreme kind of like scenes of not even just her eating flesh or whatever, but in many other senses, all these like extreme kind of gross out moments. Like, you know, she, she's uh, meeting up with the sister and the sister's got her arm all the way into a cow's ass. Oh, right. And then like the sister is like showing her how to, how to like, while standing or like oh and then like the Brazilian waxing scene the Brazilian wax scene and then it's like that was very graphic yeah like all of these insanely I could not watch the Brazilian wax scene that was too much (laughs) it just seemed like graphic scene after graphic scene for for a good portion of the midsection of this film it's about carnage carnal carnal carnage yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's about the flesh and, you know, the body. It was intriguing to me, but also it seemed like uh, that that was where I guess I mean from earlier where I was starting to think like, is this just going to be a gross out fest? Is, that, is that like what yeah. the point of this is? I but so. I actually felt like ultimately it didn't end up being that like it really it seemed like it, it was seemed to mostly be in the center of the movie. And then towards the end, it seemed to get more plot heavy again, back to the fact that you know, she is a cannibal and, um, maybe it's just about that. The intrinsic nature of a person is irreparable and something that needs to be satiated somehow. And that, you know, no matter (laughs) what you do to try to change your nature, your innate nature, Mm -hmm. you can't. And if you try to change it, you will suffer. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you think she (laughs) was trying to, Make commentary on on what it means to be a, a meat eater and a human. 
Oh. Do you think... I mean, like the reality is, is that we, in in order to eat meat, we have to slaughter animals and it's not like a pretty process. It's like pretty brutal actually. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we're like always so separate from that because, yeah. you know, our meat just shows up at the store and we pick it up. And yeah. so like to have to confront the brutal nature of what we have to do to eat meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be read that way. I don't I know. I suppose that's true. But at the same time, I think... If it's if it is a commentary about eating meat or not eating meat, then this movie is also saying that we as humans love meat. I think that's very true and too. That we love the taste of it and that we need it. I yeah. think for a lot of people that's true. Yeah, and that no matter how we try to lie to ourselves about it, the truth is we love it. Carnivores, <laughs> I know yeah. I love it. Meat eaters. But I really liked that scene where she's yeah. just like playing video games. After she's like just eaten the roommate, <laughs> like right. she's all Basically pale and covered dead. in blood. Yeah, just like, well, I thought it was kind of like a post-coital kind of thing where she's just like, <laughs> again, I mean, to me, this whole this whole thing, I mean, I couldn't help but just like make all these comparisons to like having sex for mm-hmm. like the first time and just like wanting it all the time, you know, after yeah. that moment, and like it's it seemed like for her that was like this ultimate feast that she had finally gotten like this big prize. And so she's just like drained from it in a way, just kind of like, well, I just got, I got to like sit down and just like zone out. Cause like kind of in like a, in a meditation. Yeah. Like you've like an animal animalistic euphoric. Yeah. Yeah. Euphoric. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Totally. Just like basically like the craziest food sex coma you could have. Exactly. Wait, the sister was? Yeah. The sister. You know, after, after after they must've feasted on the roommate. Yeah. And then she's just like sitting there, like playing. <laughs> she's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, she's just <laughs> like, whatever. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Got blood on my face. It's cool. So crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but why is the younger sister not in that state? Because I think she's a little more concerned about it all. Because it's like her friend. <laughs> Yeah, that well, I think she had feelings for her. I mean, she liked her roommate at least at a friend level, mm-hmm. and um, she loved him in a way. I think she had a love for him of some kind. Yeah, at yeah, least but did friendly. she feast at that point? Like, I was did, wondering the same thing. Like, did she partake did she in the roommate's uh, leg? <laughs> she know. might not have. She might have oh, just been asleep not. the whole time, and the other girl, right. her sister, might have totally taken that person down. How did she end up in bed with him then? Yeah. What happened there? I know. I was wondering that, but like, no how did she know. not know about all this shit? Well, I mean, maybe were, they were maybe partying they, before she wasn't that, right? Blackout drunk the no, night before. No, that she just went to bed after like getting her face fixed up. Right. Maybe the sister like ate him and then placed him there or Why? something. Why? Because she's just a total bitch. I don't know. I really don't know. Why yeah, that didn't fi- make a lot why of sense. Why is her sister actually. so sadistic towards her? Like, why did her sister want to humiliate her? In just kind of mean a, a lot of the time. <laughs> why did her sister <laughs> like humiliate her and like really un- unveil their intrinsic nature to the whole school when she like taunted her in front of with that dead body and like tried to show people that her sister was a cannibal, basically. Well, I think because she was dealing with the same shit and it's a lot easier to deal with that right, shit when you're put putting it on someone else. Okay. Right. It kind of goes Obvious. back to that yeah. whole I thing. I was of, surprised that she never got found out before that. Right. The sister. sister. Yeah, it seems like right. she's so crazy and like right. yeah. willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> like how, how, how is it that she never got caught eating? Like she, well, maybe like she didn't like eat as much maybe of a person. She just well, I think she was just causing animals. those car crashes and licking the blood off the people. Right. right, right, and she right. was just kind oh, like, of like able to like. That's what the beginning of the movie was all about. Yeah, yeah. and she that's was able to kind of curb it a little bit by she's just licking, just licking blood off of uh, you know 
victims who crash their cars into trees. Well, yeah, yeah totally. But I kind of she's getting that. a little fixed. That's her. What is? Wouldn't what's she that have stuff called busted? that they give to? The, yeah. Oh, like heroin addicts. Yeah. Or whatever. I, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. What but, is, me- is it? Methadone. Methadone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. to kind of curb the yeah. the but hunger. Like, <laughs> the hunger. <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't you? She probably would get busted if she. I mean. Her saliva is on these people's bodies, you know. Well, right, and they I mean, all crash like in the same spot. Right, <laughs> you think they're really? Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. This, this straightaway <laughs> is so dangerous. Right, <laughs> people love crashing into this one tree right here, it's so, and then getting so their insane. blood licked. Right, yeah. no, but they're, I mean, they're like, very clean. Not only that, but she wasn't. Clean victims. She, she wasn't just licking blood. I don't think like she was biting into dude's scalp. Yeah, wait, remember. She was wearing a white scarf, too, and right. there was no blood it's on like, the white scarf. I don't even <laughs> understand that. I don't know. Um, but definitely bravo to the director for this being her directorial debut. I mean... Writer director, too. Wow. I mean, shit, you know? Fuck it was that. a really fun film. Amazing. I, like, I was I super engaged time. the entire time. You know, for I, a first I, time I did thing. not want to stop watching. So that is certainly, mm. to me, I was, I was constantly engaged. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I really enjoyed this film. I don't really have much of a desire to like watch it again. Yeah. Um, I would recommend it to basically anyone who has an interest in horror or a, a very dark film or whatever. Yeah, I super think, dark. Com- if you're into super dark comedies, yeah, or like I highly recommend this movie. I, I just think uh, it didn't like get pushed over the edge to like phenomenal wow, like yeah, top ten. It, it didn't like blow my mind, but, but I was great really interested. First movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. Totally. So yeah. I'm super interested in what she does next. Like I'll certainly be following her. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah. All right. All right. Any last words from the guest of honor? No. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Matt, for uh, being with us. Thank you guys yeah, so much for having you. me. It was really fun. Yeah, it was. Totally. It was fun. It was totally, totally fun. It was totally tell me fun. Oh, I was waiting for that. Yeah, normally, Laura, you throw in a lot totally more Totally what? Totally tell me fun. Uh, totally, that's what this podcast is called. Totally tell me fun. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this show is called Totally Tell Me Fun. No, no. it's called Totally Tell Me. <laughs> normally, Laura works in a lot more Wait. Totally Tell Me's into the episodes. Not normal. I mean, look, totally. this is what our fourth episode, fifth episode. Totally, totally. We we only realized the name of this podcast like the last time we that made a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyways. Um. So this has been totally tell me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Totally, totally. If you if you like it, uh, share it with a friend, subscribe, leading rate, leave a rating on uh, iTunes because that definitely helps us get the word out. Um, our intro and outro music is by Lauren Anton of Foxtails Brigade of Foxtails Brigade of which I am a part of as well of which Matt has shot multiple videos for us as well and is therefore a part of too basically you're like an extended like member. an honorary member yeah you're, you're like, like a, extended oh family you're like a third it's limb kind of amazing. you're like uh, you're like the uncle of a Fifth you know limb. Of, of, of Fox Sales Brigade. Fox Tales Uncle. Yeah, Uncle totally. Cracker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Uncle Cracker. <laughs> I'm here to shoot the video. Will and Nilly. <laughs> oh, Will and Nilly on everybody. <laughs> My name is Uncle Cracker and I'm about to get Will and Nilly on your fucking ass. <laughs> Let's shoot a video. <laughs> and I'm sure there will be more to come. But anyways, uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me.